Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Today I'm going to talk about some of the work from Carol Dweck, and she does a lot of research around mindsets. So lots of her stuff is out there. I'd highly recommend it, especially the book that I'm getting a lot of what I'll bring to today from. And that's called, it's one of her most popular ones, and it's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Okay, and her name again, Carol Dweck. So lots of great information. And like I said, I'd highly recommend it. Her work, though, especially this piece, talks a lot about why do some people push through while others tend to give up in life situations and life events. And she boils it down to the power of our mindset. Okay, a quote she says is, the view you adapt for yourself profoundly affects the way you lead your life. Okay, so I really want to go into basically her two concepts, tendencies around both of those, and ways that we can actually choose to show up and help improve our mindset. So mindset's not something that's set in stone. It's something that we can actually continuously put effort into to progress and help it get better. So I'll also want to walk through some of the stuff that she addresses on our language. So certain words that we use can help people go in a certain direction. So really being hopefully helping bring the awareness to allow us to be a little bit more conscious when we're using certain words. Let's start with defining the two mindsets that she really addresses and goes into. And that's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So let's define each of those. So the fixed mindset, she relates it to that kind of thought process around intelligence is that we're born with it, that it's stag- static. Um, it's about our ability, what we have and what we don't have, okay? We're either smart or we're not. If we don't get things right away, uh, maybe we don't have the ability for it. Now, the mindset is it's really focused on a desire to look smart, okay? So really concentrated on that which allows people to avoid challenges, okay? They tend to give up a lot easier. They see effort as being futile. So uh, why put in the effort if I don't have the ability to do such and such? Really, the mindset around it, it, it kind of ignores feedback. It feels threatened by the success of others, okay? So these are some some of the commonalities. Every situation calls for a confrontation basically of their intelligence or with their personality or character. So will I succeed or will I fail? Another common statement might be, or thought process would be, will I look smart or will I look dumb if I do this? Will I be rejected or will I be accepted? So really hungry for approval before maybe doing some things or you know, and guys, I want to make it a point to say we're all here at some point. So if you're reading this and you're like, oh my God, or sorry, listening to this and you're like, oh my God, that's me. We all are (laughs) at some points. And so the point of today is not to shame us when we're maybe in a fixed mindset. It's about getting the awareness, about understanding what's going to happen when we allow that fixed mindset to occur. 
okay, and looking at different alternative ways that we can possibly help walk ourselves through. And being able to have that awareness and be able to check ourselves, I feel it gives us the opportunity and potential to really to grow and hopefully lead to that growth mindset. So like I said, if something's popping up for you already that you feel it's kind of maybe a thought process that happens for you, like I said, it's perfectly fine. We all fit here sometimes. It's about hopefully maybe getting more of that awareness around it and around the limitations that it's going to cause us. Now looking at the growth mindset. So the growth mindset is more with the lens that intelligence is something that actually can be developed. Okay. It's about putting the effort in. The more effort I put in, the more I will grow, the more reward I will get. And that's going to lead to a bigger desire, an increased desire to learn. Okay. Tendencies are to put yourself in more situations to be challenged, okay? They're more likely to persist in the face of a setback instead of giving up. They look at effort as the pathway to really achieving mastery, okay? So people who are able to look at it through a growth mindset looks at feedback as an opportunity that they can grow, they can learn, okay? They find lessons and inspiration in the success of others instead of being threatened by others. Okay, so progress is seen as being very gradual. Anyone can grow or challenge. It's about putting themselves in the situations. It's about, you know, the application of learning new things, experiences, and deliberate practice. So there's no failing. It looks at failing as more of a learning. Okay, so it's that passion to grow and really put yourself in new challenging situations so you can actually benefit and you can grow and you can become the next best version of you or embrace that learning opportunity to grow your intelligence. In Carol Dweck's book, she addresses a growth mindset by saying this. She says, why waste time proving over and over again how great you are? when you could be getting better? Why hide deficiencies instead of overcoming them? Why look for friends or partners who will just soar up your self-esteem instead of ones who will also challenge you to grow? And why seek out the t tried and true instead of experience what will stretch you? The passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it, even or especially when it's not going well, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. This is the mindset that allows people to thrive during some of the most challenging times in their life. <sighs> I get it's not always easy, and I would love to say I just take on the growth mindset. I like to say I consciously practice it, and yet I still know that I slip into sometimes that fixed mindset. Oh, I... I didn't do great. Well, maybe I just can't do it. Okay, so that's natural tendency. But just the way she writes that, it kind of, I don't know about you, but it inspires me to dig down a bit deeper. So that's why I wanted to do today's episode to give you hopefully some of her work to help expand that awareness 
or that consciousness when you're falling into those loopholes that maybe are not actually serving you in your life. To wrap up um, the difference between the two, I'm going to go for another one of her quotes from her book. And she says, when you enter a mindset, you enter a new world. In one world, the world of the fixed traits, success is about proving you're smart or talented, validating yourself. In the other, the world of changing qualities. It's about stretching yourself to learn something new, developing yourself. In one world, failure is about having a setback, getting a bad grade, losing a tournament, getting fired, getting rejected. It means you're not smart or talented. In the other world, failure is about not growing, not reaching for the things you value. It means you're not fulfilling your potential. In one world, effort is a bad thing. It's like a failure. It means you're not smart or talented. If you were, you wouldn't need to put in that effort. Yet in the other world, effort is what makes you smart or talented. Ah, (laughs) I feel... Like I said, just by the way she words it, it makes you want, it, it, it lines it up perfectly, in my opinion or my perception, to make you want to develop that growth mindset, to make you want to lean into it a little bit more. And I totally feel it's about conditioning ourselves in a way when we put ourselves out there and we fail. Everybody knows that that sucks and that's hard. And a natural reaction for us would be to hide or avoid or, you know, try to feel some kind of comfort. Yet, if we can, in those moments, lean into the discomfort of it, lean into the awkwardness of it, and coach ourselves in these moments and say, you know what, I get this is hard. I get that I'm uncomfortable right now. And yet, hey, Maybe I'm learning something new or maybe I'm learning an angle. You know, maybe I'm I'm growing my brain right now, even though it doesn't feel so comfortable. So just seeing it written out like that or hearing it, hopefully it allows you to acknowledge what the difference is between the growth mindset and the fixed mindset and how that fixed mindset, it's almost... In my opinion, it's preventing you from reaching the awesomeness, the kick-assness that is you, okay? I feel it's almost giving ourselves a way out instead of working harder and building that knowledge and building that intellect so that we can grow and we can become that next best version that we all have the ability to actually be. It's funny how times have changed so much, or I feel they have. Maybe I I just hear different things now. But I never remember as a kid being told about a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And in preparation for this particular episode, I know I started to incorporate it a lot more into my language. And so when I was hanging out with one of my nieces and one of my nephews, because I'm lucky enough I get to see them once a week because I live in the same city. But their language, they already know what this is. And so I asked them because I I was just really curious because a lot of the research in Carol Dweck's book, she talks or she did a lot of studies with kids and children. 
and she could even see it and acknowledge it then. So I asked my niece and my nephew and I said, you know, guys, do you think you're born with how smart you are or do you feel that that's something that you grow and grow over the years and and you get smarter? And they totally answered right back right away. Absolutely. You, 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 you grow and you learn and, and your brain gets bigger. And I was like, wow, that's really impressive. So then I decided to, to ask another question based on her research. And I said, you know, guys, what about if you don't get something right away? What about if you don't achieve what you're trying to do? Maybe you make a mistake or, or maybe you don't get success right away. What, what does that look like? What, what, what would you think if that if you were in that situation. <laughs> and, and they said, well, you're not supposed to give up. You're supposed to keep, keep going so you can learn and do it better next time. And for me, like that, that's so amazing to be learning about that and having that focus so young. Maybe it was language when I was a child, but I just, I really don't remember it. So it made me start thinking about something she brings up in her book and she talks about, you know, if we were, if we treated ourselves like we did when we're kids. So just think for a second, think of when we're learning to walk, okay, and how much we fall and how much we stumble. And if you're anything like me, you have huge cracks in your head from it because I fell down over the stairs. <laughs> but so you stumble a lot, right? And your parents had to see you do that. And that couldn't be easy. And yet they let you try and they encourage you and you get better and you get better and you walk and look at us, most of us now, you know, we can, we can do it. We can do it really well. We can talk and walk and chew gum all at the same time. But we would never have gotten here if a couple of things, if maybe we we were shamed or we were told, oh, you're not good at that. You shouldn't try. You should just give up. Or maybe if we started to have that self-dialogue ourselves, oh, I'm not that good. I, I shouldn't try this. I shouldn't, I shouldn't put myself in this situation. Maybe I should just avoid it. Maybe I don't walk. Or maybe, you know, a third option, maybe my parents see me and they, oh, they don't want me to get hurt. So they come and they, they pick me up every single time and they, and they bring me to where I need to be. Think how damaging that would have been for anybody learning how to walk. But yet we don't do that. We encourage, we support so that we can get better. So why don't we do that all the time now? Why don't we do that with ourselves when we fail, when we make mistakes? Why don't we show up and we push ourselves to do better hey, it's the first time, don't worry about it, put yourself out there. And then when we're saying it to our friends, if we are that friend already, wonderful. And then I would say, how are you with yourself? When you make mistakes, we've addressed this a lot in past episodes, but how do you encourage yourself? How do you support yourself? Do you feel shame? Do you feel embarrassed? Or do you try to push yourself so that you can get better and you can grow? Because we know, deep down, we know anything worth getting great at in life takes us failing. It takes us getting messy and hurt and make mistakes and fumble and get back up and try it again. Just like the poem, 
I, I mentioned uh, episode, oh, it must be a while back now, but the man in the arena, you know, talking about how Theodore Roosevelt talked about it's that's how you get good. You have to have dirt all over your face and you have to make mistakes. And that's how we become these next best versions of ourselves. So my question to all of us becomes, how can we support that? How can we encourage that? Instead of going to that quick, judgmental place of fear and meanness in a way, why can't we step back and encourage everybody to succeed and get better? You know, maybe who knows what we can tap into with ourselves and with each other if we push. Going back to her book for a moment here. And she writes about the research that she's done with some of the children and how they gave them hard puzzles or, you know, they they were asking them questions around the mindsets. And she says, I think, so this is coming from one of the girls that were in the study of Carol Dweck. Okay, so a small little girl um, and she she nailed it. She really captured the difference. She said, I think intelligence is something you have to work for. It isn't just given to you. Most kids, if they're not sure of an answer, will not even raise their hand to the question. But what I usually do is I raise my hand because if I'm wrong, then my mistake will be corrected. Or I'll raise my hand and say, how would this be solved? Or, I don't get this. Can you help me? And just by doing that, I'm increasing my intelligence. (laughs) To have a young child say that, I have no other words, but that's inspiring. That's amazing. That when we're young, maybe we're even better at it than we are when we get older. So maybe through the years, we get a little bit more jaded. Life happens. Maybe we don't want to try as much. But if we could just go back to that kid state, you know, or that perspective that this little girl and my niece and my nephew, they have, you know, back to the basics that if I want to get better, I have to put that effort in. And if I fail, that's okay. It's, it's part of the journey. It's part of the process. So really being our own cheerleaders and then showing up and helping be other people's. In the book, she addresses this growth and fixed mindset, and she goes into different elements. She talks about health, wealth, sports, um, love, a whole bunch of different angles, looking at it through the lens of a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So two of the ones I'll bring up, one, the relationship, and the other was sports, because I found them very interesting. So I found the relationship one pretty spot on. And she talks about the two sets. So fixed mindset with regards to relationships. Expect it to be perfect all the time. Okay. It has to be perfect. You shouldn't have to put effort in. You should be able to show up and it magically comes together and works all the time. Okay. There's no hardship. And when there is hardship people in a fixed mindset tend to blame the person. So it has to be somebody to blame or pinpoint why it's going wrong. Okay. 
taking almost the blame away from them or sometimes it is blaming themselves so holding somebody as responsible for this not working whereas the growth mindset looks at you know we're we're people we're two different people who come together yeah it's going to be effort and it's going to take work and sometimes it's going to be great and sometimes we're going to have to put that extra work into it and we're going to have to show up and really work together to reach that great relationship. We make that great relationship together. We create that environment, that atmosphere by trusting each other and developing and by showing up and really putting that energy in. And then with regards to sports, she she came up with a couple of findings. And the ones that stood out for me were people with a growth mindset, they found success when they just did their best, okay? So they were able to learn something or improve. But for a fixed mindset, success was about establishing their superiority, okay? Pure and simple, it's about winning. Effort caused them to have doubt in their talent, okay? Another finding was growth mindset really found setbacks that could be actually motivating informative. Sometimes it was a a wake-up call to do something different or try harder versus that fixed mindset. It gave them a reason to stop. So when they had a setback, it was, oh, maybe it's just time to leave it alone. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. And the last piece, she looked at the growth mindset. It's that people really took charge of the process that brought them success and they really maintained it. Okay, so they learned how to get better and then they put the effort in to showing up and doing that work, doing that process versus that fixed mindset talked more along the lines of you're not a work in progress, you're a finished product. And if you're not good at it now, you're not going to be good. Whether it's sports, whether it's relationships, whether it's your day to day, whatever you're doing, great opportunity to step back and practice that self-awareness check in with yourself what's that self-dialogue saying you know hopefully the content today can help you recognize when you may be not serving yourself best okay when you might be actually setting yourself up to fail to give in or let yourself off the hook which is not going to get you that new skill, that new level of yourself, or plain and simple, the version that you know you can possibly be. Okay, so it's about practicing that self-awareness to really catch yourself when you're telling a story that's maybe not setting you up to succeed here. So like I said, really easy (laughs) to say this now, what is bad programming versus what's good programming, okay, and really trying to encourage and spark and continue that growth mindset, okay, I get how hard it is, you know, your default sometimes is to protect yourself, and then what I'm asking us all to do, myself included, is when we feel triggered, when we feel that fight or flight response, meaning maybe something fearful has come up or challenged us, 
instead of shutting down, instead of wanting to crawl somewhere safe, challenge ourselves. How do I lean into this? How do I continue this conversation, continue this experience, and set myself up to succeed? Maybe even grow. Who knows? So now that we've named it and hopefully can see the difference, let's look at what we can do. Okay, let's look at what we can do, first of all, to help change our own mindsets and then help change other people's. So, and with the other people, we're going to talk more about the language. So first, let's start with ourselves. Okay, so I think 100% it's about that awareness. So it's noticing the way we talk to ourselves that, you know, maybe that coach in our head, that motivation, what are we doing? What are we saying here? When we slip into that fixed mindset, do we have the awareness and are we practicing really trying to be positive and encourage ourselves to grow? Look at maybe what's your triggers. So look at areas that you maybe feel more uncomfortable with, okay? Things that you maybe you need to build some confidence around. Be aware, these are probably ones that are going to hit the hardest and make you want to crawl somewhere safe. Okay, so challenge yourself. That's the only way you're going to get better. Okay, things like, oh, I can't do this. I'm never good at that. So like a lot of I can'ts like, oh, I can't lose weight or I, I can't work out at the gym. I'm just not good. I can't public speak. Remember, we can. Okay, so it's all about effort. Nobody has the innate ability right away. It's about leaning into that growing, leaning into that investing in ourselves so that we can do things. Maybe we just don't know how to do it right. So maybe we have to learn. Maybe we have to educate. Maybe we have to go talk to somebody who's really great at it. But the thing I want you to take away from today is you can. So stop telling yourself you can't. Okay, I fully believe we can all develop ourselves to do what we want to do. The question is, are you putting the energy behind it? It's just about leaning into that discomfort, you know. If you have to, I know what I do is I picture myself, I, I say, I'm growing, <laughs> my brain's getting bigger, I'm growing here. Maybe that's your post-it on your mirror in the morning, or in your car, or at your work office. But remember, uncomfortableness, you know, a, a good reconditioning I did for myself that I'm sure I mentioned is when I feel awkward, I condition myself to say, ah, that's good. I'm growing. Jill, you're putting energy in. Now, mind you, that doesn't make it pleasant. <laughs> and sometimes it's still hard to push through for myself. And I know it's up to me. Okay, so I know I have to hey, I'm uncomfortable, I get it, name it. And now what am I going to do about this? That's the big thing. You know, seek people that really can help you grow that's going to encourage you to take challenges and put effort in to grow yourself. Instead of people who are just going to say, Oh, yeah, you know, don't do it and encourage you to stay stuck. You know, don't seek to get people to validate us. Seek to get people to Help us show up and invest in ourselves and be the people that we know we can absolutely be. So is there something you maybe always wanted to try? So then this book leaves you with the, the fact, go do it. Try it. 
And you're definitely going to get better the more you put yourself in there. So like think of anybody who's amazing, okay? Anybody who you look at and admire, maybe your mentor, maybe somebody famous, who knows? But really ask yourself, how long and how much energy and how much work do you think it actually took them to get to that place? So be nice to yourself. Remember, if you want that next best version of you, you got to put that energy in, that effort in. Now, let's look at other people. So how can we really show up and encourage that growth mindset with other people? In Carol's book, she mentions a lot about how we give praise. So watch the wording there. So praise people for the effort, the strategic thinking, the choices that they made, instead of praising them for, it's a great talent, or you have that amazing ability, or you're really smart. Because her studies actually show, and I don't want to ruin it, I really encourage you to read the book, but she shows that when we use stuff like, oh, you're smart, oh, you're so good at that, is that we actually set people up to be vulnerable vulnerable to feedback later on. So they feel what happens is when people think that they're smart, they actually feel that they don't want to put themselves into challenging situations because it's an opportunity where they might not be seen as smart. So they actually stop trying. So a lot of the time, if we use that language continuously, we can actually hurt people's IQ. So it's about really allowing ourselves to be more aware with the words that we're using to praise people. So are we saying they're dumb versus, hey, it's an opportunity to get smarter. You know, she goes into the research when we say people fail a grade, oh, and how that can really set them up to do damage versus what about the wording not yet? You know, they, they you haven't yet achieved it, just not yet, you're not there. Instead of you failed, you're not smart enough. You know, it's stuff like that that really encourages people to show up and continue to try versus be shamed and just want to hide. So really encouraging each other instead of judging each other. Ah, We can be so cold to ourselves and other people. Check ourselves. Are we encouraging other people to do better and try harder and to get uncomfortable and put themselves in learning situations and opportunities instead of just playing it safe all the time so that they look like they're good or they look like they're smarter or better. Really believing, I guess, in a sense, in people and helping them develop their skills. So helping people get the resources they need to make the progress towards their goals. And then the last thing I'll say when regards to other people is how do we respond to when people make mistakes, when people have setbacks, when people fail or don't reach their, reach their goal? You know, how do we interact with them? Because that really sets an expectation of what they should be saying to themselves. It kind of sets a culture. So the more open we can be with each other, the more encouraging and help each other try harder, I think the nicer we'll be and maybe the more we'll actually get out and start trying, which inevitably develops these next best versions of ourselves. 
The last quote I'll bring from her book. She says, many people think of the brain as a mystery. They don't know much about intelligence and how it actually works. When they do think about what intelligence is, many people believe that the person is born smart, average, or dumb, and that stays with them for their life. But new research has showed us that the brain is more like a muscle. It changes and it gets stronger when you use it. And scientists have now been able to show just how the brain grows and gets stronger when you learn. Remember, nothing big in life, nothing amazing in life comes really easy. It takes a lot of work, a lot of practice, a lot of continuous effort, okay? But when you put the time in, when you dedicate it, when you show up and you try, I promise you get to reap those benefits. I know you know that. But just a reminder, don't forget to show up and try. So guys, here's the hope that today, maybe it helped you build some more self-awareness. Maybe it told you something you already knew. Maybe it reminded you of something you already knew. Or maybe it give, gave you some more language and ability to be able to help you show up for yourself and those around you. I always appreciate getting to hear from you. So if you ever want to write a message, please do leave a review. I would encourage you highly to get in touch. I wish you so much luck on your journey today and always. Don't forget to appreciate the road that you're going on. And remember, and never forget, to continuously show up and power yourself. <laughs>